What's up to UB Football Podcast? I'm Brad Ryder, joined as always by Scott Wilson, and we've got another week and another loss to discuss, and another chance to uh, turn things around coming up at Eastern Michigan for the Bulls. But they're 0-3, and uh, it's a game that they had, man, on the road at Coastal Carolina, and they had that thing, and they they let it uh, they let it get away, obviously with some mistakes late. But to me, the whole story is you took the ball away four times in the first half. You got nine points out of it. nine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that is the story of the game is they really could have stomped coastal out in the first half. I mean, they could have really put the hammer down and a lot of those runs in the second half that they had to deal with probably don't happen because they're not in a position to do that. They have to throw the ball just because the bulls put up so many points and you know, each side got four turnovers and really five, I think, for the Bulls, if you want to count the fourth down stop inside of the 40-yard line of Coastal. And Coastal got four turnovers, four touchdowns yeah. off of those. And the Bulls got four, and they got, what, 16 points maybe? I guess if you added, added all up from the four or five, if you want to count the fourth down. So, I mean, you, you got to take advantage. And they didn't. They they let Coastal hang around until they could kind of figure out uh, a way to, to manufacture something on the Bulls' defense, um, which I thought – I'll give credit to the coaching staff. They could have gone into that, that game and not been ready, but they were screwed on straight. They were ready to play. Uh, especially the defense who came out and all game, but especially that first half, they played angry that what happened against Holy Cross happened and they played well, they got turnovers and uh, you know, bulls just have too many, too many missed chances in that game to win it. And I think that that's the frustrating part is, you know, the offense left a lot of meat on that bone, I think, is what yeah. we're going to come away with. The defense um, played not perfect, but, again, four turnovers. That should that should get you a win. And they had to deal with Grayson McCall and really limited him and made him look very average, I thought, in the game. And... I thought the defense did what they had to do. And the offense, you know, six, seven drives inside of the 40, yeah. if not the 30-yard line. And it's got to be touchdowns, not field goals. How many times did you see, you know, in those Bills drought years, how many games did they give away just because of that same thing? Um, I have watched over the past five years several New York Giants games be lost simply because – you know, you get the ball at the 20-yard line, you can't get three points. It's got to be seven. Um, and against a good opponent, you can't you can't trade field goals for touchdowns when you get short fields, and and they just they just didn't have enough. That you know, I think that that's the frustration is the offense left some meat on the bone where they could have put this one away early and just kind of ran away and hid and coasted in the fourth quarter to 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 come in and and get a. A victory instead, they end up in a dogfight behind in a matter of 30 seconds there, and the whole game ch- uh, changed. I like that 
it's a conference opponent this week because I felt like there was a reasonable chance that losing to an FCS team killed confidence. Um, but then we went down to Coastal and we saw that it didn't. They went there expecting to win. Um, they didn't. They're still 0-3. Um, but I don't think I would like the UMass game to be sitting here right now. I think something needs to change uh, as far as the focus is concerned. And I, th- I think adding Mac play to the formula right now is probably the best thing for the Bulls uh, heading into this Saturday. Yeah, 100% agree. It gives you another point to try and rally the troops behind. And it's not just a talking point. It's real. Right. Everybody knows it. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, uh, you heard the Miami of Ohio coach come out and say, basically, listen, we don't get paid to win games in September. Like, that's, you know, we're out here to make money for the university so that, you know, some of the other programs can exist. We get our teeth kicked in, try to survive it and get to Mac play and then try to win the rest of our games. I'm not saying that that's where the bulls are. I'm just saying it's another, another thing to point at, to refocus on. And it's legit. It's hey, group of five reality right there. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're going to go out and we have to play a very good Eastern Michigan team and we have a chance to be one and up, not one and not one and three. You have a chance to be one and up. We're going back. We're going into conference play. I mean, yes, UMass is still left on the schedule, but, you know, new season here. We all know what this is. It's new season time. We had close calls. Um, we, we didn't cash in the opportunities that we had. We've learned from that. I think that they've looked a little bit better each game yep. um, on both sides of the ball, which is something we talked about preseason. This thing is going to have to be on an upward trajectory. So as the season goes along, everyone's going to look a little bit more comfortable, whether it's calling the plays, playing together, making plays. And I think that they've gotten a little bit better each time. I know it sucks to hear this whole thing right now. Everybody's attitude is all based around the FCS loss. If this was one and two, everybody would be fine. Would be fine. It's a Hail Mary fluke loss against a good team. The Bulls have yet to play a team with a loss on the record. Yeah, that's crazy. None of those first three teams have lost a game this year. Um, those are three pretty good games. Those are three pretty good teams. Um, I, 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 I'm okay. I'm. It sucks that they're zero and three. I don't. You know, your record is what you are. I, I don't want to go that far, but I see the improvement week to week. I see the changes. I see what they're trying to do. I thought last week. I thought the offensive play calling was much more creative, yeah, especially and, and free than we had seen in the first two games. Um, I like that a lot. There were open guys, and Snyder's got to hit those guys because those are probably two or three touchdowns. Again, with so much attention being on the fact that they lost to an FCS team, it's Snyder's third game that he just finished. He is a young player. He's going to get better. The offensive line has had struggles. But the second half, much better than the first. They figured it out. They started 
you know, trying to find different combinations. Doty got some time up front. I thought he looked pretty good at times. And, you know, they, they mixed around what they were doing up front. They figured it out. It's going to get better as the season goes along, and that favors the max schedule here. And they've, they've got a tricky one here. The other thing we said in the preseason podcast, Eastern probably not going to win the West. Eastern is absolutely going to ruin someone's season. And, you know, Herm Edwards is unemployed, so they I guess they've already done that. Yeah. Uh, in, in Arizona State, they did it with a backup quarterback for most of the game. Um, I'm, I'm impressed with how they have played and how they have looked for the most part, and they too have changed and figured themselves out a little bit as the season went along. And last week kind of discovered, hey, you know, we've got a former Iowa running back who is like the Illinois State player of the year. Let's just give it to him a bunch. And he was ripping off eight, nine yards of carry against Arizona State. And they took care of business pretty easily in that game because of it. Um, So they're in a similar situation that the Bulls are, you know, learning having to adapt and learning to where everybody is as the season goes along. And I think this is going to be, this is a big game for both teams. The Bulls with the win right back in. No problem. One and oh, got the East teams coming up to end the game with UMass right back in. And for Eastern, they still have to play Toledo. They still have to play Western. Central has been up and down where they have had periods of time where they've looked very good, but then also inexperienced. They've got really tough games out there in the West. So if they're going to make a serious run into Detroit, they got to win these East crossover games, and it starts with with the Bulls. So, you know, UB, really the last two or three times we've played them has been early season, and they've been big games for both teams. Yeah. The Bulls have won both of those, and it both of those times propelled them on to bowl seasons. So similar situation here this week. What uh, what are you looking for right off the bat when this game gets rolling to give you an idea of whether or not things are going the Bulls' way? Well, you know, I I, I just I think the Bulls have an opportunity in some of their passing game um, to take advantage of mismatches outside. There's some inexperience for Eastern Michigan outside. They have done much better this year, Eastern, at dealing with the run. They have played the run much better than they have over the last couple of seasons, but they also have inexperience outside. And I think that the Bulls have an opportunity to take advantage of some of the holes in the zone. They have an opportunity to take advantage with some of the speed that they have on the outside. They got to hit the place. When you've got Justin Marshall on a post with no safety in the middle of the field like last week, and he has a three, four yard cushion. It's got to be on his. It's got to be on his numbers, and you got to take advantage. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta hit it. I think that's just it. The Bulls are generating opportunities. Yeah. The Bulls are getting really good looks. They just gotta finish. It. They just gotta finish it. And again, you can't trade field goals for touchdowns. You can't give up short fields. You get. You can't give up. Uh, you know. You can't drop a snap on a punt. Um, I get intercepted the next play. Right. (laughs) Right. Don't do that. Um, Defensively, they're going to have to deal with the run. And last week, we saw some things once once Coastal changed running backs and 
put their injured guy in who was nursing an injury, and they were like, listen, we're going to lose if we don't play this guy. And they would have. Uh, they, they put him in and started getting a little bit going on the ground. The, the Bulls are facing one of the best running backs here in, in the league. They got to they gotta get that squared away. I think they can get pressure. If they put Eastern in long yardage situation, third and long, I think that they can get pressure with four and really create some problems. But not if you don't stop that run first. That is, They just handed the ball off last week. It was like they discovered, oh, we can just do this. And we're very impressive. The Bulls got to shut that down early in the game. Make it known, listen, you're, this is not going to be the way you're going to win this game. You're going to have to do something over the top and, and force them into a situation where the Bulls can get those three defensive ends and, and Damon Williams loose and just going crazy. Because last week, that unit, when it was third long, got pressure on Grayson McCall and made him very uncomfortable and turned one of the most efficient quarterbacks into nothing and force punts and force turnovers. So if they can do that again, third and long, stop the run on the early downs, I think that they'll be in a good situation and they just got to finish it. And they've gotten better every game. So I'm assuming every game, you know, if there's three touchdowns last week that they should have had, Maybe there's still two misses this week, but I'm thinking that one of those is going to get cashed in. And if that happens, that changes everything and changes the way the team and, and everybody else looks and changes the whole situation that's, that's going on. So there's opportunity, though. I think that they can get it done. It's going to be a very even game. And I know you talked with, with the safety gentleman, Muse, this week, and he yeah. described it as a street fight. Like, that's it's that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a street fight because both of these teams really need this game. It's a long, long bus ride there, and I can't imagine how long, how much longer it'll feel if they don't come away with the win. So let's uh, let's get on that bus, let's get that dub, and then let's smile on the way home instead of yeah. eight, well, eight, hour, eight hours in a losing bus. You you missed the last time we were there that there was a loss. Yeah, I did. That was a bad. Yeah. One. That was the end was of Jeff long, Quinn. That was a long bus ride. That was a long bus ride for us. It was even longer for Jeff Quinn. Jeff Quinn got uh, Herm Edwards. That was before, that was, before it was cool. That was uh, that was the last bus trip. Yeah. for uh, for him. I don't want that. So, um, yeah, I agree with you. That's that's a long way to go to to not get a W. On the other hand, that trip home becomes fun. Yeah, it becomes short. If you get the W, because you're like, all right, got this W, can hang out, relax on the bus for a little while. <laughs> it's worth the 16 hours I've spent on the bus in 48. That's, yeah, it's going to be it's a long one. All right. Hey, I'll see you on the bus, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Totally fun. All morning. All right. There's uh, Scott Wilson. I'm Brad Ryder. It's the UB Bulls football podcast. Thanks for checking it out. <laughs>